Hello, my name is Michael, and you're listening to Forever Sound Version, a video game music podcast. Do, dear friends, this is Forever Sound Version, the video game music podcast from out of Newcastle upon Tyne, which is in England. I've got your old school VGM, new school VGM, the school of hard knocks VGM. All the schools can be heard on this show, so keep it locked right here. The track that just played us in was Elecman from Mega Man on the NES. In this episode, I'm going to be diving into the work of the Japanese VGM composer Manami Matsume. This is the second time I've set about making a composer focus episode, with a show covering Rob Hubbard's output on the Commodore 64 being my first, and I think that this is a format I'm going to try to return to some more in the future. Manami Matsume, born Manami Goto, on December 25th, 1964 began her video game music composition career quite young as her talent was tapped by Capcom shortly after she graduated from Osaka University of Arts in 1987. Her change of name to Manami Matsume is down to her marrying another video game composer, Kimitaka Matsume, in 1990. Across her career, she's worked on games for a wide variety of platforms across many generations of game systems, including Nintendo's NES and Game Boy. Many of her earlier pieces were for Capcom's arcade titles, so you were just as likely to hear her work coming out of the smoky arcades of the late 80s and early 90s as you were to hear them coming out of the bedrooms of the world's indoor kids. Arguably the most celebrated franchise that Matsume is associated with is Mega Man, a side-scrolling action game released on the NES or Famicom in 1987. It has become very famous in the world of video games, though it wasn't particularly well received, at least commercially, when it was first released. Perhaps you might consider it something of a sleeper hit, and I would posit that the hyper-melodic soundtracks of the Mega Man series as a whole have a lot to do with the little blue robot fella's enduring appeal. Let's have another tune from the original Mega Man game then. Dr. Wily's Castle, composed by Manami Matsume and Yoshihiro Sakaguchi.
That was Dr. Wily's Castle from Mega Man on the NES. While not quite as dynamic and tightly arranged as Takashi Tatiishi's work on Mega Man 2, which is widely considered to be one of the truly great NES soundtracks, I really do appreciate the melancholic feel of this tune, and I think it's safe to say that the Mega Man titles that followed the original owe the original soundtrack a great deal stylistically. There's always a prevailing feeling that Mega Man is working as hard as he can to win the day, sadly having to knock out his fellow robot beings as he goes. Next up, we're going to hear some tracks from Final Fight, the original arcade version released on Capcom's CPS, or Capcom Play System, in 1989. The original CPS board delivers sound by way of a Yamaha YM2151 chip, clocked at 3.579 MHz for 8 channels of FM synthesis sound, and an Oki6295 clocked at 1 MHz for the playing of 7.576 kHz samples. So we're talking about a configuration that can produce tunes that are not too dissimilar to those of the Sega Mega Drive, albeit without the PSG functionality. With this in mind, Matsume's contribution to the Final Fight soundtrack is significantly harder sounding than her work on Mega Man that we heard earlier, which suits the game's rough and ready beat-em-up action. Moreover, some of the game's characters take their names from rock stars of the 70s and 80s, such as Axl Rose, Slash, Gene Simmons, Sid Vicious and Billy Idol, so there's a pretty clear Western influence going on on this one. Let's rock out to Round 1 Slum 2 and Round 3 West Side 1, composed by Manami Matsume.
confusingly titled Round 1, Slum 2, and Round 3, West Side 1, from Final Fight there. Those descending chromatic runs in the last track set against the busy bass figures certainly give off a frantic feel. There's something about those grainy lo-fi drum samples that really appeals to me as well. Of course, the VGM composers of the time would have preferred to have had high-quality samples at their disposal, but I think the degraded timbres add an extra layer of grittiness to the music overall, contrasting with the brightness of the FM sounds. We're going to have some more of that sort of thing now with Mercs, another CPS1 title released in 1990. Mercs is the sequel to Capcom's top-down run-and-gun smash hit Commando, this time with Manami Matsume as the sole composer. You're getting more FM synth-fueled hardness, tempered by a military edge, though the second track we'll hear dials in a different style altogether. Check these out. Mission 1, Commencing Military Operations, and Ranking, from the original arcade version of Mercs, composed by Manami Matsume. Mission 1, Commencing Military Operations, and Ranking from Mercs. Did you see that second tune coming? A little bit of razzle-dazzle for you there. 
an upbeat jam to help you celebrate nailing that great high score. We even get a sly key change towards the end of the loop. Very tasty stuff. Let's move into the mid to late 90s now, and it's time for something from a franchise that Matsume worked on a lot as a composer across her career. Darby Stallion, or Derby Stallion if that's how you want to pronounce it. Darby Stallion is a long-running series of games from ASCII Entertainment in which the player breeds and races stocks of horses. If that sounds a bit niche, and I have to admit that it did to me initially, consider that horse racing in Japan is incredibly popular, with over 21,000 races taking place annually nationwide. This, coupled with the gambling dimension, means that simulation titles such as Derby Stallion really aren't all that surprising. We're going to play a track from the Sony PlayStation version of Derby Stallion now, released in 1997. This is a very mellow piece, especially compared to the tracks we've heard so far on this show, and because of the PlayStation running on CD media, we're getting Redbook audio as opposed to a chiptune sound. Here's Spring, composed by Manami Matsume.
Now, wasn't that nice? Spring from Darby Stallion on the Sony PlayStation. This piece showcases an altogether different side of Matsume's artistry, going for a delicate orchestral arrangement. The tune sort of reminds me of the music that the BBC used to play over their C-Fax pages on TV early in the mornings, before regular programming was due to commence, so even though this piece is relatively new to me, I do still feel a kind of nostalgia upon hearing it. The track title is Spring, and I do also hear a sense of optimism and emerging warmth coming from it. As I record this episode, it's mid-April, and... Well, spring is kind of struggling a bit to make itself known here in Newcastle, so hopefully this charming tune will help to bring out the sunshine. I'm not holding my breath though. Next up, we're going to the PlayStation 2 for a soundtrack Manami Matsume worked on alongside her husband, Kimitaka Matsume. A real family affair going on here. It's Jade Cocoon 2, released in 2001. Jade Cocoon 2 is an RPG developed by Genki and published by Ubisoft, the sequel to Jade Cocoon on the PS1, which is a game I spent a fair bit of time with. These games require you to collect and breed monsters, something that has turned out to be a popular gameplay quirk over the years. In their review of Jade Cocoon 2 at the end of 2001, IGN wrote, Games based on monster breeding have proven to be some of the most addictive play experiences around, so it's no wonder that the original Jade Cocoon on PlayStation was able to garner a pretty loyal following. It wasn't a huge success by any means, but those who played it and were able to get into it were generally extremely pleased with the product. Just like the original, Jade Cocoon 2 will be enjoyed by those who give it a chance, as it's as enjoyable as monster breeding games can get. Alright, pretty good review there. Here's Blessing and Man of Valor, composed by Kimitaka Matsume and Manami Matsume.
that was Blessing and Man of Valor from Jade Cocoon 2. Some rather lush sounds there, and the chord changes on Man of Valor are particularly crafty. They rarely seem to take the obvious path, which lends the piece as a whole a mysterious sort of feel. I've had it on a loop while researching for this episode, and, you know, I think I might have found an A-list study jam right here. Back into action game territory now, and we're getting into a recent-ish title with Mighty No. 9, released on many platforms including PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. This is a platformer by Comcept and Inti Creates that was crowdfunded via Kickstarter, with the campaign starting in 2013. It's basically a kind of love letter to the Mega Man series, although some staff who worked on the Mega Man games, including Manami Matsume, were hired to help see the project through, so it does assume some degree of authenticity. With that said, the game's release succumbed to serious delays. The original planned release date of April 2015 turned into June 2016, and many who put their money into the crowdfunder were dissatisfied with the end result for numerous reasons. This seems like a great shame to me, but at least it has a great soundtrack, so let's just focus on that for now. We're about to hear Rush Into The Mine, Mine Stage, and Main Theme. Rush Into The Mine sounds a lot like Nobuo Uematsu's piece The Man With The Machine Gun from Final Fantasy VIII to me, which is no bad thing. Have a listen for yourself.
we just heard Rush Into The Mine, Mine Stage, and Main Theme from Mighty Number no. 9, composed by Manami Matsume. Really superb stuff in that main theme, balancing a tight dance beat with some mock 8-bit touches, and the kind of big, bold melody that you would expect from Manami Matsume. There is often a hint of complexity to Matsume's work, but it's never gratuitous, it never derails the music's primary impetus, and I think this track illustrates that beautifully. Part of me wanted to close the episode with this piece, but I have one more track up my sleeve, so let's start winding things down. Thank you very much for listening, I hope you agree that Manami Matsume's work is definitely worth celebrating and returning to time and time again. Perhaps I'll see about another focus dedicated to her in the future, but drawing only from Darby Stallion soundtracks. It's an idea. Let me know what you think. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email me at foreversoundversion at gmail.com. You can like this podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash foreversoundversion. And you can follow me on Twitter as well. The handle is fsvpodcast. For this episode's final track then, I'm going back to Mega Man, but I'm not going back too far, as this tune is from Mega Man 10, released in 2010 on a number of platforms like PC, Nintendo Wii, PS4, you get the idea, quite a few platforms. This soundtrack goes back to Mega Man's 8-bit roots, returning to the NES-style sound of the franchise's early titles, and its credited composers include the likes of Yasuaki Fujita, who worked on Mega Man 3, Ippo Yamada, who worked on the Mega Man Zero series of games on the Game Boy Advance, and, of course, Manami Matsume, who contributed this truly excellent track, Nitro Rider Highway Nitro Man Stage. It just has it all. Brisk driving bass, soaring harmonizing lead voices, and an absolutely gorgeous melancholic chord progression. Isn't that all you want from a Mega Man tune? All the best for now.